How's it going, everybody? We are back for another Emerald City Hockey post-game live. RJ, and it's for a win. Back-to-back -back games here. Kraken picking up another two points. Keeping it rolling, especially against a Boston Bruins team that, RJ, for whatever reason, the Kraken just always seem to do okay. Right. They match up well against this team, even though the Bruins, I can pretty confidently say, are a better team than the Kraken. And we saw that most of this game. But you know what? This win is super reassuring for me because the Kraken played to their blueprint, right? This is what we need to talk about, giving up games. I mean, winning games, sorry, where you only give up one goal, one or two goals, right? The Kraken were able to solidify things after the first period, defend well enough, and ultimately just take those chances when they came to them to get the goals. And eventually they did, and they got two very important points in Boston. Yes, they did. And of course, RJ, I mean, Joey Decord and Maddie Beneers leading the way, the two hometown boys in this one showing up big time for the Kraken. Yeah, I mean, that has to be the biggest story of this game, right? The Boston boys getting the win in Boston. I mean, you could tell those two were extra motivated, right? If you were watching the game at all, it was obvious those two wanted a win in their hometown, especially, I think, Joey, it being his first game there. I mean, really showed up when the Kraken needed it. And of course, Matty Beneers, first three-point game of the season, feels like he might be turning things around. It really does. And, you know, I will just say, I mean, family in attendance the other night, right? He, he does well. Family in attendance tonight. I, just saying, crack an organization, all right? Whenever this kid's going through a slump, fly his family out. Just an idea. I just, you know, seems like it works. Uh, all right. We'll kick things off with some super chats here. First one from B. What a night for our Boston guys. Matty B is so freaking back. The assists and the goal. You love to see it. Not to mention Joey Decord. He is and always has been him. I mean, Joey Decord in this one, RJ, 974 save percentage. He stops 37 of 38 shots. And... I know you were saying like they defended well enough and stuff, but I'm going to put this game entirely on Joey because I don't particularly think that the Kraken did play very well defensively in this one. I mean, this is one where I think the Kraken had 23% on the deserved a win meter Boston's able to get over four expected goals in this one. I think this is just a game where Joey like stole the show. Right. Well, that's why I qualified it with well enough because no, they did not defend well, uh, somehow well enough. I mean, really the Bruins hit a few different posts. Uh, they had a lot of great a chances be right joey did the work he needed to do and i guess by well enough too i meant they didn't give boston any gimmies really where joey was completely taken out of it except for that first goal but after that yeah. there were no like tap-ins they gave joey a chance on every single look and you know when the goalie's playing like that all he needs is a chance on every shot and he's going to stop them all yeah no he was he was totally dialed in in this one i mean his lateral movement was fantastic coincidence that he that he played really well and his positioning was super sound when he didn't really leave the net too much in this one rj do we think maybe there's something there i do yeah i mean i, I think you know after an all-star game all-star break i mean it helps to kind of get things back to basics right when you're not going out of the net a bunch yeah this might be the least we've seen joey decord come out and play the puck in a long time I think I, I think I only really counted once, maybe twice where he did. So uh, maybe there's something there. I don't know. Uh, but yes, him and then Matty Beneers. I mean, the, the production from Matty these last couple games talked about his defense plenty, uh, but him getting going on the score sheet kind of, you know, we knew that this had to come eventually for him, right? He's involved in too many plays. He plays with too many good players and he just does too many things the right way for it not to eventually, you know, end up with him producing and here he is finally producing rj right and you, you, like you said you know it's coming um and to see it happen in this way too where i mean he was just all over the place felt like he was finally getting rewarded for everything that he was creating but you know what i'm gonna give some credit to his line mates as well because i mean jordan everly looked like the most motivated guy on the ice for the first maybe couple periods he was all over the place he was skating hard he was back checking he was doing a lot of work to create those looks that line was getting i mean then jared mccann of course whenever he slots into a line with those two guys he just does his thing he's got that dangerous shot i felt good to see him get rewarded for that on that empty net goal too i know it's you know from yeah. a ways out but he certainly deserved another point there 
Definitely. Light with the super chat. I don't put this lightly, but this has to have been the best game of Maddie's career. That third period was the best third I've ever seen this team play all season. They just dominated. I will agree with that. The third period was a very strong period for the Kraken. I, I would say that that was their best third period, it, certainly in a long time, uh, if not for the full season. And then, yeah, I mean, we've, we've spent a lot of time talking about Maddie. Best game of his career. It's certainly possible. I mean, he was still strong defensively. I've been looking for the puck retrievals and the zone exits and all that stuff since the article that came out uh, back on Monday. And you know what? They were all there in this game in addition to the offense. I mean, he was just involved in really everything the Kraken were trying to do. And you can tell that it's because he wanted to be, right? Like this was, I feel like, one of those moments where you can point to if, if his career really takes off, if the offense really starts catching up to the defense for him, this would be one of those games where you could point to and say, not only is he figuring it out, but it's it's he figured out that if he wants to and he puts in the work and he chooses to, he can be a true difference maker and he can be a guy who can impact games all by himself because that's really what he did tonight, RJ, right? Like he really motivated himself. He made sure he was putting himself in positions where he was going to help his team make plays. And that's really what he did. Right. I mean, that's really what he was tonight. We talked about this season a lot about the Kraken don't have a player that can kind of step up and take ownership of a game and really bust through when it's going rough for everybody else. But Matty Beniers did that tonight. He did what a star player is supposed to do in a game like this. Yeah, he did. Like, that's just the bottom line. Like, it was fantastic from him. So love to see that from him. Love to see the third period from the rest of the team. And then, of course, Super Chat here from Gregory with the Lemon Lime Gatorade time, baby. Man, I needed some good news today. I lost a good friend of mine to stage four pancreatic cancer. May he rest in peace. Definitely, Gregory. I'm very sorry to hear about that. Um, hope you're doing okay. That is very, very unfortunate. Um, and yeah, this for your friend. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, I'm sorry about your friend, Gregory. That's uh, that's awful. But, um, you know, glad the, the Kraken were able to, you know, get a win, provide a little bit of, of joy in the day. Yes, definitely. All right. Looking over into chats. I mean, everybody's celebrating the back-to-back -back wins here. Jake, woo, never losing again via Ren Bruins games, man. To quote Hockey Viz, we may win, but I may die. <laughs> uh it's that's uh, uh jessica so happy b let's go sean what a win message sent jessica maddie for every award and then absurdly sane with the uh the dancing emojis there for the dance party that we're having right now i mean rj this game you know coming off the last one cracking or building momentum you're gaining points in the standings you're moving in the right direction I don't know. Am I too much of a downer if I just still go like, I think the Kraken maybe a little bit got lucky tonight just because of how they played? Well, look, they, they did. They, they did get lucky. I mean, look, you can't play that way defensively and allow the kind of chances the Kraken allowed and expect to win most of the time. But against a team like Boston, number one in the East in the standings, you take it, I think, when you can kind of get away with a game like this. Look, this should be, I don't know, they should take it kind of as a message in two ways, right? You know, message sent was an earlier chat there, right? A message mm -hmm. that you can do this. You take that third period and be like, this is what you can do. You can play shutdown hockey when you have to against a very good team. You can win games, you know, just allowing one goal and playing the way you need to play. You can wait for counterattack chances where maybe one of their defensemen trips over the blue line and all of a sudden mm -hmm. you're gifted a three-on-one. You know, you don't have to cheat for offense that way. You don't have to give up things defensively because those chances will come. You just got to take advantage of them, but also take it as a message that, look, we need to be better. We can't start the way we did. We can't count on a goalie playing out of his mind every single night um, and just trying to you know try to have some humility come from this game as well <laughs> i don't I know I, i'm with you dylan i'm with no, you. i Look, know i just there were so many moments in this game where i was just like this is inexcusable you can't do this it's, i get it right and it's all like defensive right and i yes. I, I this will be the last time i'm like a downer for this for this post game or at least for a while okay everybody like just bear with me for this next little bit but it, the defense is still really bad all the stuff that we talked about the last couple games no heads on a swivel i mean you look at the goal for boston right you know alexiak ends up kind of putting it in there but it's a situation where both alexiak and borgen they're at home right they're there in front of the crease and yet boston is still kind of there able to operate the way they want to, including David Posternock, really the one guy on this team you have to worry about. And never once did anybody really kind of body him up, right? And like, those are the things that you have to start doing. And then I'm just going to leave it on this. This was I was going to say, are you going to show the, the chart? Sh with the all shot the shot chart. 
I knew you must be staring at that as you were saying everything. Just as the game wins and another dot and another dot and another dot. I mean, that is, that's, you, you're not going to win a lot of games if you keep allowing the shot chart to look like that, where it's just a, a massive cluster of, of shots right in and in front of your goaltender. It's just not a recipe for prolonged success. So I'm just going to say that the defense still needs a lot of work, but the forward group tonight absolutely stepped up both offensively and defensively. So I'll try to end on a positive note. Okay, there, there we go. As Jen says, don't be a downer, Dylan. I need cheering up. So that's that's the end of the, the being a downer. For I just I I know I acknowledge that you are realist? correct. I don't know. I well, I didn't even need that. Like I'm fine with it, but I just I had to say it because that shot chart. <laughs> I mean, right. I just can't. Uh, Chip with the super chat. We're gonna re-sign the goalpost in the off season. It and Joey are a dynamic duo. On another note, I noticed Borgen's initiative a lot tonight too. Uh, well, maybe not defensively, but yes, offensively, he's gotten involved a little bit more. I also thought Justin Schultz had a strong game uh, getting involved in the offensive zone from time to time. Yeah, he did. I mean, Schultz jumped into the play a few times and was noticeable there. There was one play that, since we're being positive now a little bit, that I will highlight from Will Borgen that I absolutely loved from him. So he pinched in in the offensive zone. I did tweet the clip of this too. Makes a pinch. It's like 50-50, he loses it. Yeah, he ends up going to a Boston player pretty clean. And immediately he turns around and just goes straight back to try and get into the play. It's developing two-on-one for Boston. I want to see how fast he went on that play. Because I think there's a chance that could be like top 10 fastest straight line speed for a defenseman in the NHL this season. I know he's hit the top 10 before with yeah. a previous play where he was back checking. But the effort there, the, the stride just going for it. I love to see that. And even though he didn't get there before there was a shot, he made a real difference in the play because it allowed Jamie Alexiak to communicate with him. Alexiak mm -hmm. slides over and takes away the pass, takes that away completely as an option. And Borgen's able to rush the shooter enough that he doesn't get that high quality of a shot. So the effort was absolutely there from Will Borgen. Yes, there were some miscues, some execution issues, right? But I, I do love seeing the effort from him. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you never turn that stuff away. It's a great breakdown that you did there. Uh, yeah, no, like I said, the, a lot of the defenders did a good job offensively in this one, getting involved in certain situations and things like that. It's just, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> on the back end right now for, for the group as a whole. I mean, Lars, everybody's involved in that one. Uh, Light with the super chat here. Canner, Ebbs, and Maddie all getting a goal been a long time since that has happened it has been a long time since that line has just everybody gotten involved on the score sheet but it was really great to see that for them and hopefully this is just the start of everybody getting going i mean we talked about that a little bit with maddie but eberly has picked it up in the last little bit as well he's starting to produce a little bit more and that was a sweet goal that he had right like I mean, the way, you know, you just go to the net, get the shot off, be there to collect your own rebound, make sure you bury it. Like, it's one of those things where he kind of made it look easy because it was all just kind of like back to back, almost easy looking plays. But that's still a guy going to the right area, doing the right things, being skilled when he needs to be skilled. Kind of the hallmarks of Jordan Everly's career all in one play there. Yeah, and I can hear a number of uh, announcers, color guys from broadcast, right, that have said this over and over at various times. Hey, kids, young kids watching this, you know, this is why you stop at the net. You don't mm -hmm. just skate on past the net. When the puck's there, you stop at the net because pucks will find you. And, you know, that's doing the right thing. Like you said, he made it look easy, even though it's it's not. Yeah, exactly. And then light with another super chat. Also, 64 hits this game. Oh, my God. Playoff stuff. I noticed that, too. Um, I mean, look, we know the hitting has been like adjusted, right? League wide hits are apparently a lot easier to come by now than they were previous to the all star break. Uh, but yes, the Kraken uh, out hitting the Bruins 35 to 29 in this one. Did they maybe swing the other direction? I know there was some physical play in this one. I don't feel like I necessarily saw 64 hits. Uh, yeah, I, I think they may myself. have been a little a little overcounted there. Although I will say, like, early on in the game, the Bruins did come out very physical, I think, wanting to establish something and set the tone. And the Kraken matched their physicality. I think as a result, they kind of backed down a little bit, realizing, okay, we can't bully these guys. Let's go play some hockey. Right. And then it becomes an issue of, look, Boston maybe doesn't quite have the depth that the Kraken do. And I felt like this was another game where the Kraken were kind of able to use their depth uh, as well. And that's where, you know, as much as the, the decor maybe struggled in the defensive zone, this is where I felt like the offense, particularly the bottom six for the Kraken, kind of stepped up and they helped things out defensively. And they did a good job of 
not allowing a ton of repeat chances. I mean, there was a lot of times where it felt like, you know, uh, pick anybody from the bottom six, certainly from the Yanni Gord line, but also there was times like Brandon Tanev was coming deep into the defensive zone to help make a play or try to get the puck up the ice. And they were able to largely do that against the Bruins bottom six. And I feel like that was also kind of key to the Kraken success. in this one was utilizing their depth in a slightly different way than we've been used to seeing so far this year. Gary with the super chat Bruins didn't actually score a goal. So Joey with the shutout, you can't convince me otherwise. Let's go. That is true, RJ. I mean, the Kraken technically scored 100% of the goals in this one. Yep, they scored all five, technically knocking into the net. Yeah, it doesn't work like that. Like, it does in soccer, I think, right? They'll just count it as an own goal. Yeah, yeah. So they scored it that way. Yeah, there we go. Uh, still a great night for, for Joey, oh, yeah. as every, everybody's saying. I mean, Ricky, Joey, freaking Decord. No matter where the season ends up, the Kraken have their goaltender for a while. Um uh, hey Dylan, I like this yeah. comment. Can I read it real quick? Yeah, yeah, from yeah. Edward here. Dylan, after a loss, here's why things aren't so bad. Dylan, after a win, here's why things aren't so good. Basically, Teasing a bit, yes. obviously, but Basically. you know you are kind of the moderating force of this <laughs> yes. post game live. I will say, yes, that is that is no that, that nailed me pretty good actually. Uh, Christian, woo, our Boston boys beat their Boston boys. Happy for Joey and his amazing play at his first game in his hometown. Uh, Rebecca, surprise dance party, I like that. Uh, Lindsay, Maddie's turnover in New Jersey leading to him getting benched literally turned him around in such a big way. Kid is on fire. This is something that uh, I talked about a little bit during the game. RJ with the people. I was watching with and yeah I, I think there is something to that well okay here's the thing I don't mean to destroy the narrative but after that game because I, I was you know really busy with that one after that game I went back and I looked uh, for the Hackstall post game media availability and he insists that he didn't bench Maddie. He said he was Just not trying to send play. a message at all because they had taken a bunch of penalties there. He said, well, we went to the penalty kill like three times and Maddie's just not one of our penalty killers. So there was no message. He said, if I wanted to send a message, I would, you know, send it to him like personally and talk to him. I wouldn't do it that way. So sorry to, to mess with the narrative there. But again, but hey, Maddie is one of those players. Look, you don't need to tell him. Like he's hard mm -hmm. on himself. He knows when he makes a mistake like that. He knows he made a big mistake and I'm sure mm -hmm. he took it upon himself to go out there and be better. He was for the rest of that game and he's been better since. Oh, and effectively that is a benching, right? Like kid, you know, kid makes a mistake, has to sit there for a really long time. <laughs> I'm sure effectively it's, it was the same thing for Maddie, right? Like there, that's just the way it is. Uh, I'm sure he took it that way. Uh, you know, you can't help but to do it. Um, yeah. From Maddie, I'm all here for Veneers reboots. Nicole, Maddie is good, actually. Yes, he is indeed. Look at the podcast. Actually, Dylan, so I, I went and looked at the podcast numbers the other night. Yeah. I have never seen anything like it. The way that there was like a two-day delay and then a giant spike in downloads, like right mm -hmm. after the last game. It was kind of funny. Well, it, the first day that there was no Kraken hockey. I mean, people people had Kraken games, East Coast games. If you, if they normally listen on the way home from work, yeah. you, you could listen to the game instead. I don't blame anybody for listening to Everett Fits You instead of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, who else can hack bench to get going from the coal? I mean, well, apparently Hackstall doesn't bench guys to get them going. But, uh, you know, you guys probably can guess where I would go uh, with that one based on what well, I talked I mean, about tonight. You know, if it's inadvertent, look, Grubauer got benched for two months and look how good he was in the first game. That back. is true. That is true. Were you a little surprised to see Joey tonight after Grubauer's performance the other night? Not once I remembered that he's from Boston. Boston? Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's the same thing happened to me as well. Uh, Laura, this is what happened when we put in the effort. Kraken to the moon. Lindsay, Joey, save percentage just with all the, the skyrocketing chart emojis there. Love to see that stuff. Uh, Sarah did not expect that pure awesomeness. B, only thing we could have possibly made it better would have been a jolly goal in front of his hometown crowd. That would have been pretty fantastic. We were all thinking and it. And and there was the opportunity too, right? Because Boston pulls their goal, pulls Swayman with like over four minutes left. I think it was like about four nineteen <laughs> left when I when I know when I saw it. So yeah, there was the opportunity. Pasta screwing it all. I up know if for they us. didn't have to go take a penalty. <laughs> What are you doing, bud? Come on. Uh, B. Woolley, going to be a wild ride to the trade deadline. Might even be wilder to the end of the season. I mean, the way the Kraken are playing right now, RJ, and then the fact that everybody else decided to kind of lose around them. Yeah, this could this could get exciting. It's going to come down to the last week, Dylan. We both it know is. this, right? Yeah, it's going to come down to the wire. 
no it absolutely is and it's just it's gonna be fun and exciting and we're just gonna we're just gonna enjoy it everybody just enjoy it regardless of what happens enjoy it uh Lindsay, this is the same team that lost to san jose in all seriousness winning this game you should have lost kind of wiped out losing to the san uh, losing the san jose game you should have won it's just the way this team is we somehow play really well against the bruins and we've always struggled against the sharks so yeah maybe you just pencil them in that way yeah why not <laughs> <laughs> rebecca three stars got to be the post the blow dart and the hometown bump <laughs> that's I, yeah why not right like i mean those those things all absolutely helped in this one we haven't even talked about that really but the the um the ellie tolvanen goal the three on one the kraken had there was there a part of you that was worried as they were skating in that they were gonna pass it one too many times no, you know what? I really wasn't that because before that I had been thinking, OK, they've tightened up just enough like that was probably their best run of defensive hockey in this game. And look, they weren't great defensively, but like the last five or so minutes, five to ten minutes before that, they were actually OK and kept Boston to the outside largely. So I was thinking, OK, you know, might they kind of turn this around? And then it just felt like, OK, well, that was lucky. Let's see what they can do with it. I was feeling optimistic going into it. And yeah. yeah, the blow dart thing, fantastic call. As you Bryce said, you know, that's yeah. my favorite Forsland call, blow dart from the third deck. It was it was a fantastic call. I, I want to cr give credit to Maddie for sending the pass back so fast, right? Because if he hesitates at all, it becomes a problem just because they're going to be too deep into the zone at that point. And credit to Tolvanen for just letting it rip at that point, too. Yep. Right. And like, Bjorkstrand for jumping out of the way. Do. Yes, yes, that is true. He also deserves some there. Sergeant Pickles, long time no see all. Absolutely needed that one for sure. And then also from Tom, anyone uh, else watch the Nesson stream? Man, that viewing experience was rough. I did not, uh, but uh, thankfully I, I did not either. Definitely believe you, but good to, good to hear from both Sergeant Pickles and Tom. It's been a little while, Tom. Yeah. Um, CJ, it could have been, uh, they've been away so long. I hope they remember how to find their game. Uh, their way to CPA, excuse me there. Uh, yeah, I, especially for a 1230 start. Oh, man, Next, it's going to be it's going to yeah. be weird. Although I'm enjoying having these like getting these going a little bit earlier. Do do the post game starting around 630. Like, that's fun. Yeah, 1230 is going to be a different different animal, though. Yeah. Um, Chip may need to check my math. This is super chat, by the way. Thank you very much, Chip. Uh, may need to check my math, but it appears Joey will for now overtake Swayman for third in the league for save percentage, minimum 20 games played, 923 versus 921 save percentage there. Oh, for Joey. That's, that's, I, I know. knew they were really close going in because they did the goalie comparison and they were talking oh, about yeah. it. Yeah, no, I mean, this game would certainly help with that. And I mean, Joey just continuing to put himself uh, into that, that Vesna conversation, I have to imagine, especially when you do this in Boston, right? You have a game mm -hmm. like this in Boston where, you know, you're saving so many goals above expected and all that kind of stuff. It's one of those markets where there's a lot of voters there. A lot of voters pay attention to the Bruins games. They see that and they remember that, right? Like it's a big deal when you can do something like that in one of those markets. Yeah, definitely. Lots of eyes on this game. Hopefully, you know, this gets the crack in a little bit more respect. Although, you know, as you said earlier, maybe they didn't play super well, but Joey, at least. Forwards played well. Joey played well. It's two of the three elements played well. <laughs> they got a power play goal. Even the special teams was playing well this one. A lot of people were playing well. I was able to go well. into some positivity there. Okay. I, I've said this from the beginning. Lots of people <laughs> played well. It's just the defense played really, really bad. <laughs> uh northwoods nick that three on one though the way bjorkstrand cuts off marshan for being able to intercept the pass slash pass back and then gives us that adorable little hop in front of sway chef's kiss couldn't have been better i did love that kind of jumping screen because you could tell uh watching the replay swayman had no idea where that puck was yeah couldn't track it at all it was a perfect jumping screen yeah and then stratic asking i wonder if we'll ever find out what was going on with mccann's arm probably not Probably not. No, but man, that's what I mean. I don't. He's the kind of guy who might just say it since he turned out to be OK. Something oh, that true. must have stung and hurt a whole lot. And then you just realize like just one of those stingers like, OK, it's better now. That does happen. Yeah, that is. Oh, it absolutely does. Um, Lindsay Ebbs looking like a guy who wants a new contract, hit double digits in goals tonight. Like I said, he has been playing a lot better as of late. I mean, look, you can say some of it was just some some unfortunate luck kind of to kick off the season. Right. Also, I do think that he has kind of elevated his game here and, and just having the magic of McCann back with with Everly and Beneers. I, I think there's something to that. 
Right. I mean, we saw the chemistry with Everly and McCann that they had developed even on another line, but just the two of them together, you throw Maddie into it. who has the experience with those two and it's, it's just been magic and credit to Hackstall for, for finding that. Right. Cause that was late, what, three games ago, you know, the Kraken had played very poorly to start the game. He throws the line blender out there and that's one of the combinations that comes up and it worked well and, and he stuck with it. And that's kind of how you sometimes find that chemistry. Mm-hmm, definitely. Uh, Becca, will the Yanni disappearing puck incident make weird NHL volume 101? I would imagine. <laughs> that was so. pretty funny. Yeah. I also, I because his reaction, like there could not have been a better Kraken to have that happen to. You know what I mean? Just because his face, it, it, you've got that element of like good surprise where he's like almost playing it up. And then also that little bit of like mischievousness to him where you almost wonder, like, did he do that on purpose? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And with the Bruins player, like coming right up to him too, trying to get that puck and just like on top of him, basically. And he's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's really really good stuff uh rebecca real talk i need a supercut of gourd plus things in his jersey <laughs> see i mean that's the thing he made a helmet disappear into his jersey i got to imagine he could puck do that is nothing. Puck. yeah yeah that's that's easy stuff for him <laughs> oh man um let's see uh the way he didn't miss a beat and then bam we score the stuff of legend uh that's rebecca replying to bryce with the comment about the blow dart from uh the call from forsland there is really (laughs) really good stuff cj if maddie's defensive metrics are that good why isn't he put in the pk once in a while so i have wondered this this year rj because you know last year okay it's his first full rookie season he's got other things to worry about all that stuff I have been surprised that we haven't seen Maddie on the PK more. We have seen when other guys get injured, he will fill in. Like he does seem to be that like kind of fifth forward option for the PK. Um, do you think it's just because like, like they're, they're veterans, they've got a bunch more experience and you know, next year Wenberg's probably not going to be there. And so Maddie can get in there. Do you think they're still, you know, having him focus on things like face-offs and want them want him to get those things down before he's out there in a PK situation? I mean, I think it's a combination. You don't want to put too much on his plate, especially because like the area, one that you've certainly highlighted for him for growth potentially is on the power play on the other special teams unit. Yes. And, but most importantly, I think it's just because you have so many good penalty killers, so many good forwards yeah. that can kill penalties. Tanev, staple. Yanni Gord, staple. Two of the better PKers in the league. Wenberg, super smart, you know, active stick. And then Jared McCann kind of provides that level of danger going back the other way, right? That, that um, with that shot that, you know, nobody else really has. I was going to say, Maddie doesn't have it, but nobody has it. So I just think it, it's hard to move ahead of those guys. Oh yeah. I mean, that's, that is certainly part of it. And to, to Maddie's credit, I do feel like he's been working on a lot of other stuff and you do wonder if he's been trying to spend some time working on say his shot or, or things like that, just to try to get going offensively. I could see, you know, coaching staff wanting to, wanting to leave that going, which by the way, on the Maddie Beneers goal, RJ, I did want to talk about this. I know you were Afri- so at bottom this. of chat. Everyone said Afro says treat time. It's long <laughs> treat time. Yes, I know all the treats. Yes, I, I'm starting to give them to her, but because boy, is she getting pushy about this. Um, the on the goal for Maddie Beneers, the pull in that he does, RJ, before the shot. That's something that he needs to do more because if you if you watch it, the way he's able to load up the puck there, it allows him to get you know elevation on his shot that we're not used to seeing, right? Like a lot of his shots, part of what has been rough about it. And this goes all the way back to before the Kraken drafted him was he kind of pushes the puck a lot, right? There's not Mm -hmm. a lot of wrist or snap. There's not a lot of puck movement going like kind of heel toe and all of that sort of stuff to his shot. But because he made that move to kind of pull it around a little bit, pull it in some, it loaded up the puck perfectly for him and he was able to get elevation. And I do wonder if Swayman wasn't expecting Maddie to have a shot like that just because if you had scouted Maddie this year, you wouldn't expect him to be able to kind of roof it and get it over you like that. Right. Exactly. And that's, I love that you brought this up because if you watch it back to, and you watch Swayman, Maddie's release, he makes it look exactly like his kind of trademark, right? You know, he, he pushes yep. the puck a lot, but he winds up in a similar way to when he tries to go for his favorite spot, which is right under the glove, right over the pad, which would be on the far side there for Swayman. And if you just pause it right as Maddie releases that puck, Swayman is cheating way over to that side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he watched the film. He knows exactly where Maddie's going, except Maddie's not going there. That's exactly what I'm talking about when I talk about varying your shot selection, you know, making that release look a little bit different and targeting different areas of the net. And especially since there's such a book on you out there already, 
if you just do something different, it can be really powerful because goalies are going to really cheat the other way. Yeah, and I do wonder if that's going to give him some confidence to maybe try to shake things up a little bit more because it had to feel good too because whenever you can do, you know, obviously scoring feels great and all of that stuff, but whenever you're able to do something like that where you have like a fluid motion leading into your shot and it all just works, it's it's you hit that sweet spot. It's just like hitting a golf ball not in the right way or a baseball or whatever from other sports. It had to just feel really, really good. It's natural feeling too. I really hope we kind of see some more of that kind of stuff from Maddie and maybe he works on loading up the puck a little bit more before certain shots, because really a lot of times RJ, we know he's not a huge volume shooter. He does pick and choose when he takes his shots. And a lot of times it's he waits for times where he has time and space. I would love for him to kind of load up the puck a little bit more, be able then to truly pick all four corners with it instead of always trying to force the one issue just because, you know, mechanically he might not be able to go up high if he wanted to. Right. No, that's kind of the next the next level for him is really being able to pick those spots. Definitely got a super chat here. Big one from Elizabeth. One. Thank you very, very much, Elizabeth. Traveling today. Hi from Mexico. Ooh, that's fun. Nice. So thanks for posting the highlights. Yay, effort and Joseph. What the heck is happening with our defense? I've been annoying everyone with Maddie is good talk. I can't wait to see a super shooter with him. Yeah, I mean, well, we were just talking about that with with Maddie Beniers getting going. Uh, what the heck's happening with our defense? I mean, I I guess I got to talk about it again. Again, it's just the little things. Why are they right back to where they were at the beginning of the season, RJ? I don't understand. Heads on a swivel, guys. Body guys up. Play play the man, not the puck. The puck will take care of itself, especially when you have a guy like Joey and Nett, and it's in tight around him. You can afford to do that. Or you have centers like Maddie Beniers or Alexander Wenberg or Yanni Gord, centers who are very, very strong defensively. They like to play deep in the zone. Jared McCann, even from the wing, likes to play deep in the slot and help out his defenders. Why on earth can guys like Will Borgen, who's big and strong, Jamie Alexiak, who's big and strong, Adam Larson, who's big and strong, just body guys out. That's all you got to do. Just body them out. I don't take away all the names that you mentioned and just focus on the bullet points as far as what you're telling the guys to do. And I swear I've heard this from you before, just coaching squirt players, right? When we were back mm -hmm. coaches. I mean, it's it's very simple kind of stuff and it really just amounts to focus. It's just being focused, being present and knowing exactly where the opponents are. And then I guess just having the will to body them up. But we know the guys have the will to do it when they're focused, right? It's just identifying that, being present in the situation. And um, it, it is kind of a switch. It seems like you can kind of turn on and off, right? <laughs> it, yeah. it just seems to be like that. And hey, you might get lucky if you body them up right now in the NHL. That probably counts as a hit. And so if you <laughs> if you have that as part of your contract incentives, all the more reason to. But yes, I think what they need is they need to study game tape of Afra and her laser focus on the treats on the on the desk. It could really yes. that's, talk about focus. I mean, that's it doesn't get much more focused than than this one right here. Uh, just staring. Yeah, I'm talking about you. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, good, good stuff there. Hope you're enjoying your trip there, Elizabeth. That sounds like a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, Maddie, Maddie is good for sure. We're definitely, definitely doing uh, talking about that. Uh, Tom, props to the guy who threw a dish onto the ice at the end of the game. Did you catch that? No, I didn't. What is? <laughs> like, I gotta what go kind back of and look dish? for that. <laughs> yeah, what, what are we like, talking like about here? <laughs> like, what is? What happened there? Like that is interesting. I heard the booze from the Boston crowd. Like that was very, you know, evident. Yeah, um, definitely pick up on that. A dish. Yeah, if you, anyone who saw it, let us. Yeah, what, let a us know. serving platter? <laughs> that would be really interesting. Very curious what you mean by that, Todd. Let us know, please. And apparently, I mean, it must have been on the Nesson uh, broadcast. Uh, Schultz with the super chat here. Great end to the road trip. Now we need CPA to be a fortress, need to rinse and repeat. It's amazing what an empty netter does for the anxiety. Yes, everybody, remember this moment, okay? They pulled their goalie with four and a half minutes. They took a penalty, so it kind of mucked things up, but we were able to get an empty netter. It is possible for the Kraken. Remember this in, in times of you know struggle or it not happening for the Kraken, because I'm sure there will be plenty of those. Uh, and you know, this is you know a team that was the best team ever in regular season history last year. Pulled their goalie with four and a half minutes. There's a reason. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, we it's, need CPA yeah. to be a fortress too. This homestand coming up, super important. Also, um, it is fish, not dish. So it's a large fish. 
okay. on the ice. So it was a, a fish that was yeeted. And actually, Dylan, so everyone can see, I've managed to kind of go uh, behind on Twitter and pull this up. So you ready? Oh, my God. That's Look huge. That. That's huge. Look, even Afra's staring at it. That is massive. Yeah. That is absolutely massive. <laughs> Whoa. She wants the fish. She's I know. Trying to, she's trying to paw at it. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Oh, you would it. love that. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. She's oh, loving that man. fish. That is that is massive. So yeah, I see that Lindsay. Like who, oh my god! So look a, at the size of the flush fish. The Joey grew pick. Yeah. It, yes, Bryce. It who must got that through security? How do you do that? <laughs> I know. I just up under the under a jacket, probably right. Like. It's not metal. It's not going mean, to set off the detector. Still, though, how do you, I mean, under a jacket, but just someone's going to be looking at you on the way in. <laughs> it's cold on the East Coast right now. It's winter time. Like you're wearing, you're, you're layered. So. You it's know. long enough. You'd have to like stuff it into your pants, too, though. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. No, absolutely. You're like, oh, that's... of course. Of course. That's... Yeah. No, that's... Well, that's territory. how this works. That's how this works when you're smuggling yeah. stuff in places. <laughs> I, I know from the Gatorades, getting them in uh, for the post games when I'm when I'm on the road trip. There you go. What are they uh, going to do with it? You think Stratix is the fish should go in the locker room? It absolutely should go in the locker room. Like why why wouldn't it? I they should imagine... keep it. They should like hang it up somewhere. At the very least, Joey should should keep it, right? Like you know, that's it's yeah. it would be a great like you know it's a great um token to remember this game in front of this hometown. Right? Yeah. I mean, hey, like that's it's like your fishing story. You could keep that. It's just you know, it's not like, hey, I I gotta win this big, you know. Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. He was first star, by the way. Joe Decord first star. Maddie Benier second star. So good for both of them getting that, uh, getting that there. Yeah, when um, he's saying they should mount it like a trophy. Exactly. Yes, yes. You put it on a on a plaque. All that stuff. Should, great, great stuff. Um, Rebecca, do we get Riker back on Monday? probably not right like the lineup's gonna stay after the win right you keep the same lineup yeah i think so oh wait okay here, here's the thing hockey mom pointing out i'm sorry it's gonna be the buzzkill here but hockey mom pointing out uh the hands look a little bit large the picture may yes. have been uh, edited are, there well i don't know if it's edited or if it's just forced perspective because they're holding it out away from their body right oh so yeah I, that I, might be it yeah, I don't I don't think it's edited, but I do think that it is a little bit of forced perspective. That being said, I mean, it would still be a big. That, I mean, that's yeah, still, still even if you yeah, pull like, that back up. Yeah, like right. Like because that's that's like a phone auto focusing on the foreground kind of thing, trying to capture foreground and background like the, the infamous Jimmy Carter picture, right, where he looked oh, yes. all like tiny, right, because the forced perspective. I think that's what's going on here. But even still, just. Look at the fact that like their their shoulders aren't like in like their arms aren't pointed in like they're they're still fairly parallel so I still think it's about as wide as the two of them, right? No, that's if they still were to a, pull that in. Yeah, that's still a large fish. Did the broadcast show it being yeeted onto the ice? I wonder. I don't know. Chat, can I, you, yeah, chat, can you let us know or let me know? Uh, yeah, I had to I had to turn it off because to you know because if it does, I got to go back and clip that. Oh, absolutely. Um, Daniel Tovalin played great offensively tonight. So great to see him nail the one-timer for sure and matching his career high in points, RJ. So everything from here on out is record-setting for, for the man. Um, and then also from Daniel McCann, stopping the puck with his skate then hitting the empty net was amazing. I mean, his defense, I just don't think ever really gets talked about enough, Jaron McCann. And then just, no. it's just a cool-looking play, right? Like, it's just a cool yeah, I mean, play. Right. To be able to make the read, which is, I mean, a difficult read to make. And then just to stop it with your skate, like he makes it look easy because he's so good. But that is so difficult to do. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's for sure. Good. Um, all the all the jokes about the play. Lindsay, that fish is too big to fit in the overhead compartment. I'm laughing so hard. Bryce, that fish needs its own seat on the plane. <laughs> I'm sure if I'm Joey, I'm not letting go of the thing. Right. Like it's, it's really good. No, there. you got to keep that. Yeah, and then B, it kind of looks like it's just a weird perspective, making a normal size fish plush look huge, but it's still very funny. Uh, yeah, so Lin Lindsay, that's what a savvy fisherman does: is put the fish closer to the camera to make it bigger. You, you absolutely do. You got to You got to game it a little <laughs> bit there. Come on, um, Marky. It's uh, at least child sized, six to eight year old. <laughs> yeah. Maybe four to five year old, if it's the forced perspective. Uh, did someone eat it at them again? Yeah, because we have seen that before, right? Like we have seen 
things uh, mm-hmm. people have brought flesh fish to, to throw out there when the Kraken are on the road. So uh, it's just still great. Uh, we need more Kraken fans to do reverse yeets for road game wins. From that Lindsay. would be a fun little tradition there. I think that would be an excellent tradition because I got to imagine other fan bases and other teams like that would be something like if you get really known for that, people would respect that around the NHL. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like, look, Vegas has their flamingo like that gets thrown on the I remember the games in Seattle, like for Vegas, they threw the flamingo on the ice afterward. Yes, they did. Um, I feel like the Bruins didn't deserve to be booed from Striatic. Uh, yeah, I don't think they did either, but it's Boston. Yeah, no, I mean, if that was the team I was cheering for that that just had a game like that, I'd be like, hey, got unlucky. Yep, you you spend a decent amount of money to get in there. If you're if you're from Boston, you're expecting a win, and then you do that if they lose. Like, there's just certain markets that are just that way, and yeah. you just know it, and it's the way it is. <laughs> uh, Chip, just imagining a big casserole dish being lobbed onto the ice. because yeah. <laughs> that's what I was thinking too. I was like, I was like, is it like why would it break? Like, right? Have to be plastic. Like, <laughs> what's the message? <laughs> Oh man. So yeah, I would like to see Riker get some ice time on the coming home stand. Also, what was happening at the end there? Dunn was on the ice for what felt like forever. I mean, it's just end of game, you know, try to get the win stuff. I think he also was kind of left out there after the power play, right? So he was out there for the mm-hmm. power play and then just kind of got pinned in your own zone, which you expect to happen once it goes back to, you know, five on five. And then the other team pulls the goaltender. For the most part, you're just going to be stuck in your own zone at that point. Yeah, pretty much. I basically just got hemmed in there. Yeah, definitely. Um, let's see. Uh, baked beans, maybe. <laughs> the dish. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Um, Elizabeth, a power play goal and an empty netter. It can happen. Who would have thought, RJ? Not me. How many? How many of those are the Kraken allowed? Have they just been banking them all season, and now they're going to be cashing those tickets? Is that how this works? That if it is, that would be wise. That would be very wise, very exciting. Uh, I would have liked the heads up ahead of time if that was going to be the plan all along, though. So, so we know could have relaxed a little bit along the way. Um, let's see, Rebecca. I love that we're trying to solve two mysteries, but they were the same all along. <laughs> yep, <laughs> definitely. That's the. I, I feel like ECH um, things are always at their best, RJ, when we're solving mysteries, whether it's what a player is snacking on on the bench or how a fish gets brought into a, an arena. I feel like, you know, what kind of dish was thrown on the ice? I feel like these <laughs> these are these are when ECH just hits its peak. Absolutely. Yep. I mean, it's it's the community, right? I mean, that's they do the detective work like it's like a superpower. Yes. Stratic, you've seen how mattresses compress these days. They probably vacuum sealed the fish. That's very smart. You could vacuum seal that mm. thing probably down to about like this big. And then that would be really easy. Just up onto the shirt and bring it in. I feel like we could solve crimes if we wanted to. Uh, well, I think like all of us together, the whole community. That's what I'm saying. We no, yes, like everybody. Yes. Yeah. The, the yeah. collective we. Yeah. Yeah. That would be um, that would be a lot of fun. We could no, that. you know I would be useless as a duo awesome. with you solving crimes. Yeah, I was just gonna say. <laughs> I know you'd be really good at taking the notes, though. That'd be, that'd, oh, yeah. Don't give yourself some credit. Um, is that what we're doing? Are we doing like off-season true crime podcasts? Is that is that what we pivot to when there's no hockey to talk about? It's a bigger market than the NHL. It absolutely it would benefit is. us that way. It absolutely is oh man yes Lindsay, gonna need an off-season podcast on fish smuggling logistics lol so there we go gotta get gotta get working on that <laughs> uh, committing brooke, crime solving crimes you know yep yep brooke this is this is what i was thinking too looks like a 0.5 lens to make them look small and the fish look big exactly it's kind of get that fish eye effect um huh. and and get it going i know well, it's funny well, you're back you're back what are you doing? She back? really wants to hang out with us tonight. Yes, she does. She wants treats again. See, it's the focus. Look at this focus. Yep. <laughs> Not break eye contact. <laughs> oh, man. Um, B, I still think it's got to be a bit bigger than the fish that got eaten at CPA, even with the weird perspective. I agree with that yep. one. Northwoods, Nick, when you win, you eat a fish to the crowd. When you crush it, the crowd eats a fish to you. That is fantastic stuff there. I love the framing of that. Definitely. Yep um let's see uh is that uh pablo kraken 96 win in team history 
Ooh, we're get, closing in on a hundred, RJ. Win a hundred. They could hit it on this home on the homestand. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's going to be a lot of fun. I wonder if they've been preparing something for that. I hope so. Um, the PR is usually on that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Habak, going to be fun to watch a very angry Boston team come to Seattle. Last year's home game was very fun to watch, even though we lost. Yes, it was. That was, I felt like, one of the most fun games all season long. Just the back and forth nature of it. How intense it was from start to finish. Like, 60 minutes. I, I It's a lot of intensity for a regular season game, that one last year. Yeah, I mean, you described it perfectly. I actually took most of the words out of my mouth as far as what I was going to say about that game. But yeah, I can't wait. Yes. Uh, don't like Boston. Love playing Boston from Jessica. Agreed. And yeah, you know, we'll see the Kraken. You got to be ready for them coming to CPA just because Boston's going to be motivated after this one, I feel like. For sure. Just like they were last year. Yes. Uh, Edward with, with some ideas here. This is my emotional support fish. Might, <laughs> that might have been able to, go. to get it through. I would say so. Just just show, you know, if they doubt you on that, that you don't need an emotional support fish. You can show them some cracking low lights. Be like, look, this is what I need it for. Yes. Yes. Look at that. Look at how this team played uh, the couple games ago. Like, come on. Um, I'm going to need this to scream into uh, light. I will say, even though the D had a bit of a rough night tonight, I thought Dunn actually made some really solid plays. Felt like he had it together tonight. There's a reason he was. I think the only one I didn't name by name when I listed everybody, I did leave out Vince Dunn and that was purposeful. Right, uh, I can't yes. think of a bad play he made tonight. I can't either. No, Vince, Vince Dunn was, was good tonight for sure. Light. You're, you're right on that. Um, Brooke, is the NHL going to ban the gritty RJ? No, they're not going to ban the gritty. And that was, that was kind of taken out of context there. Really the warning from the league was going to be about like, don't retaliate you know, for whatever, just in light of the Riley thing, it's much ado about nothing. I was just going to say, why didn't they just say, don't pull a Morgan Riley, everybody? Yeah, basically that's, which is, well, you know, what the suspension should say. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it doesn't. Yeah, well, we'll see after the appeal and everything. Lots to talk about tomorrow on Red Glare, everybody. If you're a Patreon member, it should be a, should be an interesting podcast. Oh, yeah, it's going to be talk a fun about Red all this. Glare. And, of course, another GM firing thrown in there, just for yeah, good measure. Let's see if we can get one of those. And not, a, GM every and not week. a general manager that I've talked about maybe needing to, to be let go for, you know, the entire lifespan of Emerald City Hockey or anything. Like, I've uh, already so. mentally bookmarked 10 minutes for a Yarmo rant if you want to give one. Only 10, RJ. <laughs> Boy. All right, well, okay, take as much time as you I need. Gonna we say, have the Morgan Riley incident to get to. I was going to say, that's true. Um, let's see. Uh, they were booing the post and the ice monster that lives under TD Garden. <laughs> Lindsay. Uh, Daniel, Maddie Sully was amazing. You could tell he was having fun out there. Absolutely. I mean, you could tell how much it meant to him. Uh, both him and Joey, you could just tell throughout the game. Like, they were they were giving you little things that that told you, like, this really did mean a lot for him. Yeah. And I had watched some videos like on the plane. I'll go back and like watch the old videos and stuff. And a lot of it was like Kraken games last year. And Maddie's got some great sellies. He gets so excited, almost forgot given kind of the down year that he's having. There haven't been too many of them. But now that he's get heating up again, like, you know, it's, I'm reminded of how cool that is. Definitely. Um Boston, the home juggernaut, have only scored one goal at home against the Kraken in two seasons from Schultz. That's right. Last year, you had the, the big shutout right there in Boston. And then this year, they, they scored the one goal. Really, they haven't scored a goal, right? I mean, this one it went off Jamie Alexiak. They have not physically put the puck in the net against the Kraken in Boston since Kraken season one, RJ. That's pretty cool. That's pretty great. Um, let's see. Uh, light also having a hard time telling, but it looks like Maddie's goal wasn't in his normal spot. So that's some nice growth. Well, yes, no, it was not in his normal spot. We talked about the mechanics of it earlier. Uh, the way he kind of loaded it up, allowed him to get some more elevation on that one. You could tell Swayman wasn't ready for it. He was not thinking that that could yep. happen. Definitely. Uh, Lindsay out of town scoreboard Kings one flames and sharks tied Preds down by six in the third blues up five, two on the Oilers. All right. So the out of town people aren't really going to help us. No, not really. I guess not just Nashville. Nashville. Good job, Nashville. I, I don't know say, how you manage that. I was going to say, what are they playing? Uh, Connor McDavid in the third period? Um, six assists the other night. What the heck? How does that happen? Um, let's see. Have to go three and one over the next four games. Can we do it from Daniel? They can. 
I think I think to to have sustained success beyond just you know maybe getting some fortunate bounces and the post helping you out and stuff like tonight, uh, the D has to play better, right? Like that that would be the yeah, thing. Uh, simple I know. as that. Yeah, yeah, that would be the thing. Need that also, Nashville's playing against Dallas. It is nine to two right now, so they're down seven. Fun, fun. Is that game in Nashville or in Dallas? Uh, let's see. It's in Nashville. Oof. I feel very sorry for the 10,000 10, people who's probably staying. If that, I, I would say, if that, that's if that's that's pretty that, at nine to two. Yeah. Well, because at some point you want to stay for the history of it, right? If Dallas gets I, I to double so. digits. Yeah. You want to at least say you've seen something like that. That's what I yeah. would do. Um, and you don't want to leave too early. You might still be like dealing with uh, traffic, <laughs> uh, work traffic. Um, Daniel, glad Bedard is back for Chicago so they can start beating some Western Conference teams. That would be nice. <laughs> they, could, they could maybe help out a little bit. Them, the Sharks, I don't know. Somebody wants yeah. to step up and win a couple of games. Um, let's see. We would be first in the league if all our players had the same focus as Afro honing in on treats. Absolutely. No question. I mean, we, we've seen <laughs> what it is. I think Afra and Joey Decord probably same level of focus. Yeah, I think so. That's a pretty good, pretty good comparison there. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Zoe, I think that inconsistency is the calling card of this year's crack, and the defensive stuff worries me, but I guess if they can outscore their problems, once again, they score four goals to win. You said at the beginning, right? They did what they had to. They held the other team to one, and they got the win. I hope they take that message, but boy, I, I'm sure they will take the other one. <laughs> Jay. Yeah, probably. I mean, if history is anything to go by, that's probably the message they're going to take out of this one. Um, but yeah, I mean, good observation, Zoe. And nice to meet you at the uh, at the flat stick watch party the other day. I got to meet you for the first time. Definitely. Coop, three points in one game is the most ever for Maddie. He's had a he's had two a bunch of times, but three is the record. So I had texted with you, RJ, that it was it was the most he's had this year. He really he hasn't had a three point game in his career up until this point. Uh, no, he had he had two three point games last season, and the broadcast did mention it's the third of his career. Yeah. Okay. So there we go. Um, let's see. Kraken are playing the Red Wings, uh, who the Kraken have never lost to. Next from Pablo. Yeah. Well, oh, we got a super chat here from Schultz. Daniel Sprung. Oh, go for it. Yeah. Uh, don't bag Yarmo too much. He did give us Bjorky. <laughs> well, yeah, see, well that's, he, that's kind of that's kind of the point that's, yeah, that's so sort of just the argument say, that's great for the kraken but as far as like yarmo and 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 him doing his job and what he should be doing <laughs> I, he's put himself in a position to do that mm. uh as, as yeah rebecca a little earlier up the gloating dylan is about to do about yarmo what's sad is i really like yarmo kekalani i think he's a great guy i i think he deserved better but he just he wasn't good. I wanted him to be good when he came in. He just wasn't good. We'll get into it tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, good night to Pablo there. Um, and also, yeah, Daniel Sprong, RJ coming back. You ready for that? Oh, boy. I be mean, emotionally I am prepared. Everybody just start start preparing now. I miss Daniel Sprong. I miss covering Daniel Sprong. He was a joy to cover on the team last season. He was awesome. So, yeah, I'm, I'm ready for him to come back. Not ready for the goal he's going to inevitably score, but, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh wait. I, I see what you're doing there. I'm learning, I Dylan. I, you are. I know you you're are. not used to this, good. but I'm learning. <laughs> yeah, this is good stuff. It's good stuff. Uh, Lindsay, Kraken are undefeated when I wear the Joker jersey. This game, the Chicago win, the Winter Classic. Don't want to wear out the magic, but what game should I wear it for in the homestand? That Ooh, is a good a question. Good question there, Lindsay. Let's I mean, see Detroit feels kind of like a trap game to me. Because also, the, the 1230 start time scares me. Yeah, the Kraken historically don't do too great with those, do they? Um, otherwise, I mean, look, Vancouver, it's Vancouver, right? Paxton hates them. <laughs> yeah, well, the, the, yeah, the I would times. too. Yeah. Um, there's the Vancouver game, you know, just because it's Vancouver. But I might say the next Boston game, to be perfectly honest, right? Boston's going to be highly motivated. They're dangerous. They're scary. I think that would be huge if we could get the win against Boston in Seattle instead of always having to get them in Boston. Yeah, no, that would be good. I mean, Vancouver's the other one I thought of. Okay, here the real question though is is should she even bother wearing it for the Edmonton game at the end of the homestand? 1 p.m. start oh, at home no. against Edmonton. Against like I, I feel like you might just kind of pencil that in as that an L and just don't even is, waste the jersey for it. That is I don't want to be too negative, but like 
No, that is as rough as it gets for sure. There's no doubt about that. I was going to say, looking at it, maybe maybe Minnesota, just because Minnesota is one of the teams in and around the Kraken. So like that's a big, you know, four point mm-hmm. swing. If you yeah, get Pablo the suggesting there. against the wild. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, you have lots of questions. I, ho- I hope we help Lindsay by saying like four different games. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I guess the one, you know, you shouldn't wear it for is the Penguins game. We eliminated one game out of all of yep. them for you. There you go. <laughs> Doing the bare minimum. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Uh, Stratic. Apparently McDavid is bad against St. Louis. They're the only team in the NHL. He isn't a point per game or better against wild. What are they doing? Right. <laughs> I've, I guess you've got to bring in Greg Berube, RJ, just for the games against Edmonton. Okay, if, if it's limited to that, I could be on board. We need to bring in a specialty celebrity coach for, for just a handful of games every year. Yeah. Uh, Rusty. I don't know, Will Arnett. Seemed yeah. to neutralize McDavid earlier. Yeah, that is definitely true. Rusty saw the other day Seattle is one of the streakiest teams in the league, so hopefully we go on a win streak now. Definitely. I certainly hope so. Um, for that, that would be that'd be really nice, actually. Right now, the Kraken could use it standings-wise. Um, let's see here. This is a month of returns with Sprong and Geeky. It is. I mean, both of them coming back, RJ. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to the hopefully tribute videos for both of those guys. I know they were both loved very much by the fans. Definitely, definitely. Did you forget to feed dog today? No, she's she she eats plenty. Trust me, uh, <laughs> that's her number one motivator. Food, in case you know nobody could pick that up from from watching this. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Penguins game gets the McCann jersey for his connection from Lindsay. So there you go. We, we eliminated the one game you didn't need eliminated. Cool. Glad we can help. <laughs> ECH, we give back as, as much as we get, right, RJ? Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> the idea. Uh, is there someone on the Blues that McDavid played in juniors with? Maybe that could be a reason. I don't think so. No otters, no blues. I can't think of anybody. I, I can't think of anybody. They don't have a strummer to bring it. I don't know. No. Um, Radish. They got Taylor Radish. I don't think so. I don't he's think still so. in Chicago. Yeah, I, think he's yeah, in I was Chicago. just gonna say, is he somewhere? Is he? I don't know. Uh, Bryce, I'm going to the Vancouver game, and the Canucks are my pre-Kraken team. I know I should just wear my Kraken gear, but I think it would be funny to wear both jerseys and switch every time someone scores. I, you could certainly do that, but I would expect comments from those around you. Yeah, I mean, it would be funny here. Yeah, I mean, let us let us know where you're sitting. I, that'd be funny. I could like use my super zoom in on my phone and get some get a video that might go viral. Definitely, definitely. And Nicole uh, saying to, to Lindsay, wear it for the Vancouver game because I'm going to that one. There you go. <laughs> yeah, do that. Yeah, when it, if you switch it from Vancouver to Seattle, that'll be the one I'll want to capture. That would do well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh zoe maybe it's because we have too many former oilers then he knows their moves uh it's, it's possible i although i mean he, he just beats everybody the way he beats us so it's yeah it's, it's that uh zoe just scratch uh lars ebbs schultz and yams it, you know what try it what just try it try everything next, else what do you have to lose nothing well, but here's the thing. I do feel like at least this season we've done okay against McDavid personally, right? We yeah, need to find true, a way actually. to we need to we need to find a way to stop Zach Hyman or Evander like, Kane the, or Evander Kane. Those are the two guys we need to find a way to stop. It's not even really McDavid. We we managed to do okay against him and Drysidle. It's that we I guess we sell out so much to stop those two that the secondary guys get going for the Oilers. Yeah. All right, so oh, do the opposite there. Just like let McDavid do whatever he wants. Yep, yep. Don't ever, don't ever cover him. He might, maybe, maybe he'll have so much time and space he'll get like analysis paralysis. He won't know what to do because he's never had that. <laughs> like going back to the age of six, nobody's ever just left left him alone like that because he's always <laughs> been so good. It might be the way to like mentally break him out there on the ice. You don't know until you try. Yep. Yeah, again, you, what you have to lose. Dave Haxtall, be the one man brave enough, bold enough <laughs> to leave McDavid unguarded on the ice. Do it. Yeah. Do it. As I see Dave. you panning the camera over in preparation yes. for the super chat. Yes. Corey with the super chat. One last treat for Afra. I've got a whole little handful uh, of treats here. She can just snack on. She's, of course, going oh, to try to fit all of them in her mouth all at once. 
you can take your time. It's okay. Um, Remember to thank Corey Afro. Yes, Afro, say thank you to Corey. What do you say? <laughs> She's too busy eating. She's not going to say yes. anything. <laughs> yes, exactly. Be thankful the mic's a little farther away. Um, Rebecca, we usually do fine versus McDavid. It's always someone else with the hattie. Exactly. Exactly. Just need to just need to work on that stuff there. Um, but good stuff. Lots of great stuff to look forward to for the Kraken as they pick up another win tonight. Uh, as guys like Maddie Veneers get going, as Joey Decord comes back in and plays fantastic, both of them in front of their hometown. Another win against Boston in Boston, RJ. It feels good. Got to love that kind of stuff. And then, yes, the excitement of two whole weeks of Kraken home games coming up. I mean, that's I That's fun. I'm so excited. I can't get wait. I can't wait to get back to climate pledge. It feels like it's been so long and just, yeah, to, to see everything again, to get back there and um, you know, a bunch of home games, another good opportunity to go to flat stick pub. Also, I mean, had a great time at the watch party. Um, I was fun joining post game live from the watch party and everything, Definitely. but you know, not just a great spot for away games, great spot for home games. It's always rocking there for the home games right by climate pledge. I mean, it's just a fun place to be. There you go. The season yeah, long specials. Yeah, if you go to the game, you can show your ticket and get 50% off games pre-game or after the Kraken game, get your dollar off beer. So lots of good stuff with Flatstick Pub, especially at that South Lake Union location near CPA. So yes, definitely looking forward to that. Uh, big thanks to them. Big thanks to everybody who gave uh, Super Chats. Really appreciate that from everybody. Hope everybody has a good evening, especially you know if you're still on the West Coast, you got some evening left to go and enjoy. Hope everybody has a good time and we will see you all next time.